you so much for joining me for another episode of I Was About to Say. Glad you could tune in. So today I want to talk about easy. Easy like Sunday morning. So yeah, I love the music of my own generation, the music of the generation just prior to mine, and one of my all-time favorites is the Commodore's Easy. And it's the, the song is, is lovely, but the lyrics really are hitting right now. Waking up on Sunday mornings and being relaxed, being recharged, and just enjoying life is something that I think sometimes we take for granted. I know I've taken it for granted before in the past, and it's something I don't think I'll ever take for granted again. Sunday mornings are the time that many of us clear our minds, we clear our spirits, our bodies are chill, we tend to sleep in and just just relax. And I didn't really realize how much I missed some of those, I'll call them Sunday morning benefits, until recently, um, over the past, um, well, during the summertime, earlier this summer, um, I was given the opportunity to move forward in my career, in other words, downsized. And at first, like everybody else, I was shocked. I wasn't sure what I was going to do next, but I knew that I wanted to enjoy my summer and take care of me for a couple of practical reasons, but also just to unplug for a minute. And I know that's a privilege that not everyone gets to enjoy, so I'm, it's not something that I take lightly. It's something I am very grateful for and very fortunate um, to be able to take a few months before you know jumping back in and finding what I want next. But that time has been so invaluable that no matter what I do, for, do going forward, um, I will take some time in between opportunities. In the past, in my career, I'm sure like many people, I have gone job to job to job. I'm not going to say how long I've been working because there is that whole ageism thing out there. But I will say that um, since graduation from undergrad, um, I probably have not gone without working full time more than three years total. And that includes elderly, elder care leave, family leave, um, personal life, everything, three years total max. And it's a lot, you know, it's great to go job to job and have no gaps um, on your resume. But at the same time, there are some things that I didn't realize were really of value to me and important to me until this time really stepping back and saying, okay, Adrian, what is your targeted path forward going to look like? Not just hopping into anything that, you know, pays the bills, so to speak, or anything that kind of keeps you moving forward, but what is it that you really want? What are the dynamics that are important to you? And what are the things you don't want to make sure that you're running toward exactly what you want? So, I decided to do this episode to just kind of share some of the things I've been experiencing and some of the things I've been thinking about as my Sunday mornings have gotten easy and, and clearer. And hopefully they'll offer some nuggets to someone else 
who may be in the same space or, you know, hey, hopefully it helps someone. So one of the things that I have been doing is just relearning how to see myself and what I really want. Sometimes in today's world, um, Instagram and social media aside, I think we all live to some degree of being a chameleon. We want to be that person that fits in everywhere and that's exciting everywhere. And that is a good, that's a good thing. You need to be agreeable. You need to be um, amenable um, and adjust to others so that you can fit in in, harmo- in harmony. But at the same time, don't lose yourself in doing so. And sometimes I have looked at myself and I'm like, ooh, is that really you? Um, is that really where you want to be right now? And in all honesty, the answer has sometimes been no, but I've pushed forward anyway. And so over these you know, past few months, and not, and not just really in the past few months, it's actually been the past few years as I've lost um, people who have been my anchors and, you know, and just the people who loved and probably coddled me too much through life, but really having to have that independence and really think about what are you doing for you versus what are you doing for other people? Um, and what does Adrian really want? Um, what does she want for her life? What does she want for her future? So I really encourage anyone else, you know, just take some time to stop and think about what is important to you. And then getting clear on what's good and what's not good for me. Again, I think sometimes we are, we get so caught up um, in life and we just, everything just comes at us so fast that we are going to make lemonade no matter what it is. And sometimes we don't realize we're not making lemonade at all. We're just making a, a mud puddle. And it's not, it's not something sweet. It's not something with a nice taste um, afterwards. Um, figure out exactly, you know, what does good look like? What does healthy look like for you? Um, especially whether it be your personal life, because sometimes it, that can be the case for our relationships. We can end up counting quantity of time over quality of time. And that can happen in any type of relationship and it can happen at your job as well. But what does good look like? What does good look like for me? And what does not look, what does not good look like for me as well? And how do I show up in those spaces and those moments in time? And when do you know whether you're going to be that Kenny Rogers song? Know when to show up, know when to fold up, know when to hold up and know when to run. And I think that's something that I've really been thinking about as well. And as I think about, you know, what does the journey forward look about, look like, and what are some of the characteristics that I'm looking for um, in that new painting that I want to have in that next best journey. Something else, what do I want? What do I not want? So as you, as I've started interviewing over the last couple of months, because I, I took off June to August, I enjoyed myself. 
Um, but in these last couple of months that I've been hunting, we get that question a lot, you know, in interviewing, what is it that you want in your next position? And I was speaking with a recruiter um, recently, and I realized that I am probably more honest and more straightforward about what I am looking for um, than I've never than I've ever been at any point in my career. Um, again, I know that it's not something that everyone has this opportunity to do, but if you do, I highly encourage you to really think about what is it, what does that new job look like? You know, really even sit down and diagram it out, write something, jot some notes down. What does it look like? What does your relationship with your manager look like? What does your role look like? What are the res the key responsibilities, the things that you have to have? What are the things you can be flexible on? Because, you know, in any job, no job description ever describes the full job. It, it never happens. But what are the things that need to be in that 75, 80% for you to do your best, to show up as your best, and to really give your best. And what are those things in that 20% that you can say, you know what, we're just going to flex over this because I'm getting what I really need for the overwhelming majority and I'm happy at it. So, you know, really think about that. And I can tell you there have been some roles that I passed on. Um, there have been, you know, it looked one way on paper. And then when I speak with the recruiter, we have a great conversation and, you know, for different reasons, that might not be the best role for me. I can say, you know, thankfully that, um, most recruiters are, have been very, um, I think they appreciate the honesty rather than someone going through the interview process. And then you realize later down the road, you know, no, this is not for me. Um, and then, or, and you've wasted that time or, um, the possibility, even God forbid that you take a position that is really not a good fit for you. So the other thing, you know, along those lines is making sure, you know, while I can make those decisions about some things just, you know, straight out the jump, but don't do it too soon because there've also been a couple of positions that looked and uh, not, not to be quite what I was interested in. And then lo and behold, when I spoke with the recruiter, I realized, wow, so that's what that is. Okay. I think I'm going to check that out. So definitely, but you know, go into every interview intentionally and with a focus on what it is you want and what it is that may be a deal breaker for, for you. Another thing as you're doing that, and as I said, you know, figuring out what I want and what I don't want. Um, and that same thing goes once again, whether it's your job or whether it's a relationship, be clear about what you want and what you do not want. But also, you know, make sure I am really enjoying the space of getting my voice back and enjoying having that voice and being able to speak up instead of saying there was a song um, by a jazz songstress from North Carolina, Nina Freeline. If, if you have never listened to her, definitely go back and listen to a song called Shaking Free from Nina Freeline. And there is a lyric in there that I have always loved. And it's saying yes when I'm feeling no. And saying yes when I'm feeling no, it, it has, there's so much power behind that, especially when we stop saying no. I mean, when we stop saying yes, when we're actually feeling no, our intuition's telling us no, our spirit's telling us no, and you really have to own your voice. 
because we can't blame other people for the bad decisions that we make. We have to have all the data. Um, so, you know, don't make, you know, decisions without having the full data. But as you get enough data to make an informed decision, make sure that you're making the right decision for you and then use your voice to articulate why this is the right one for me or this is not the right one for me um, and be okay with it. Be okay with yourself, be okay with loved ones in your life and be okay with, you know, anyone else who is, you know, on a need to know basis about that information. Centering on my health, on my um, just getting back to the things that matter to me has been invaluable in this time as well. I was able to do that with my job, so I don't want to imply that I wasn't able to take care of my health and take care of my um, myself when I was at my last job. Um, we had wonderful benefits, and one of those benefits included wellness days that um, I really appreciated. But um, sometimes I'm not always the best at pulling myself back when I need to. Um, and I think sometimes all of us, especially those of us who do have backgrounds of being high performers, sometimes it's hard to know when to turn it off. And working remotely really feeds into that because when you're working remotely, you feel like, okay, I can stay on my laptop, you know, 12, 14, 15 hours a day. And it's not a bad thing because I'm working from home. Um, that's not okay. You still need to balance. Even if you're going to go out, walk around the water, you know, walk around, you know, ride a bike, whatever it is that you do, um, to completely unplug, put the phone down, put the phone down, put the laptop down, whatever close that top so that you really break away and take care of yourself and just not even think about, you know, it's not like, okay, let me go for a run so I can think about my next meeting. No, go for a run so you can just hear your body, what your body's telling you, what your spirit is telling you, what your mind is telling you is healthy for you in this moment. Another thing for me is just really being clear, and this kind of goes along with what I want and what I don't want. Figure out exactly what you want to run to. So many times we are, you know, we're running from something or we're, you know, leaving something like, ooh, so glad that's in the rear view. No, that, and that's okay because sometimes that happens, but make sure you're clear in your next move about what you want to run to. What does that look like? And again, it kind of picks up on some of the things I mentioned earlier about re being really clear about the dynamics that you want um, in your next role, if it, particularly if you're looking for a job or you're looking for in your next coach or your manager um, who's going to be leading you in that role or you're looking for in that team. You know, remember, interviews are always two ways. It's not just about someone picking you for a position. It's also about you picking that environment and making sure it's going to be a place where you can really thrive and that these are people who want to see you be your best and you want to see them be the best and you want this company to be competitively at the top of the game because they're bringing you on board. So make sure that you are, you know, really thinking about, you know, what it is that you want to run to and then go full steam ahead. I can honestly say I'm there. And I I have to say, I, I have been incredibly um, thankful 
for the results of getting that clear and that intentionality about my process, meeting some great people. Um, you know, my next journey forward, I think is going to be a really, really great one. Um, in terms of as you figure out, you know, those things, I think we also have to figure out, especially if you're leaving one job and going to another. And one of the great reasons why I think it is a good idea to take some break time. You may, you know, may not want to take, you know, two months, but at least even if it's, you know, a month or even if it's two weeks, you, you know, whatever, but take some time because I think we all take baggage from our last job and baggage isn't always a negative thing. We take good baggage and we take negative, we can take negative baggage depending on, you know, what the situation was like, but I'll tell you about some of the good baggage and, you know, things that you don't want to sabotage your new role. Cause I had to catch myself um, with this, not, you know, right now, but in the past I've done this where the last job, you know, really seemed so great that I'm trying to recreate that job going forward. And that that's necessarily a good thing. I think it's great to take great elements from your last job and there should always be something that was great from your last role. What did you really like about it? How did you show up? How did you, you know, really kick it out in your skills? You know, what was it like with the people? You know, think about the things that you considered to be truly game changers that you really enjoyed. But don't do that to the extent that you start trying to replicate that old job with your future. It's like, it's like a past relationship. He may have been the greatest person on the earth for me, but you know what? There's a reason we're not together. Not every relationship breaks up, you know, with fire and brimstone, you know, thrown at each other. Sometimes, you know, it just doesn't work. So, and, and in those relationships, a lot of times I know I have walked away thinking the things that I really liked about that person, I would like to be able to use those or see those different aspects show up, but in a different way with my new person. And I think the same thing goes for the way we look at jobs and, you know, you look at that good baggage, of course, the negative baggage, there is a way to not let that destroy you and not let it pull you down. You know, think really, really do the autopsy. And I know autopsy is a strong word, but um, take some time to do the autopsy. What worked? What didn't work? How did you show up um, in what worked and what didn't work? And what is your path forward going to look, go, go, going to look like going forward so that you don't bring that negative baggage, we all have things that, you know, we're going to have, you know, in the back of our minds, but how do you keep that negative baggage from sabotaging your next best opportunity? And whether you were in a great job or whether you were in a challenging job, there is always something better. There is always a next and your next at some point, I, I can tell you, I've had this throughout my life. Um, your next um, will always surprise you in a great way if you go into it with intentionality. I have, you know, taken greater jobs and, you know, and thought about, oh my God, I don't think, I don't know I'm going to do this because my last job was so great and gotten into the next one. Like, oh my goodness, I have a new skill set or I've gone, taken on a new dimension of my career that I didn't even know was possible. And ha had I limited myself or had I allowed other things, you know, to really get in my path, I never would have gotten to this next best space. <coughs> Excuse me. So make sure 
that you are open. And finally, finally, I heard this last weekend and it is still resonating me, resonating with me. Your do is not your you. I'm going to say that again. Your do is not your you. Your job is your job. Your career is your career. And they are at, they may be aspects of your persona, but they should not be the entirety of your persona. They shouldn't even be 50% of your persona. Your job is an important part where you give your best for an amount of time each day, each week, each year, but never lose sight of who you are, your personal values, your ethics, your personality, your joy, your spirit, your happiness, your relationships outside that job. Learn how to balance. And sometimes, depending on where you're coming from, it might take you, you know, a little bit of time in between jobs to do that. So if you find yourself, you know, it, right now there are lots of layoffs happening, lots of downsizing happening. I know it's really scary for a lot of people and rightfully so for different reasons. But if you are in a situation where you can take a couple of months just to not job hunt and, you know, just to take care of yourself, I highly, highly recommend that you do so because I'm telling you those easy Sunday mornings will bring you the fire and the persistence and the joy that you need to go forward um, and see what life has in store for you in your next best journey. That's all I have to say right now. Stay tuned. Um, good things to come.